Do you struggle to control your emotions, especially the negative ones like fear, anger, or jealousy? If so, this video is for you. You'll learn how to look at emotions in a different way, and I'll also share the three levels of emotional maturity so you know right away what level you're at and how you can get to the highest level of all, emotional mastery. Stick around. Hello beautiful soul, this is Christina Lopes, the Heart Alchemist, welcoming you to another one of my videos. In this video we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence and how you can work with your emotions, even the ones we consider negative. There are a lot of videos out there on emotional control, but they usually only talk about the psychological perspective of emotional control. But in this video we're going to go much deeper than psychology and I'm going to give you a spiritual perspective on emotions, and with that spiritual perspective you can create emotional mastery more quickly. In the first part of the video, we're going to define emotional control. Then I'm going to give you a spiritual perspective on emotions. In the third part, I'm going to go over the three levels of emotional mastery that I've developed to help you kind of locate where you are on the emotional maturity scale. And then on the fourth part of the video, I'm going to give you simple tips to help you get from the lower part of emotional of the emotional scale to the highest part, which is emotional mastery. All right, let's get to it. So what's emotional control? Emotional control simply means that I know how to manage my emotions in a way that they don't negatively impact my life or the life of others. But before I keep going with this definition of emotional control, I actually want to take the word control out because <laughs> I don't like it. I know that emotional control is the term that the majority of people use. That's why I used it in this video. But from here on in, I'm not going to call it control anymore because the word control to me means that there's a lot of effort and hard work around this. And that doesn't have to be like that at all. In fact, as you become more emotionally mature, you'll find that you don't need to control anything, including your emotions. So from here on in, I'm going to start calling it emotional management or emotional mastery, okay? And emotional management simply means that I know that I can observe my emotions from a distance in a non-attached way. All right, let's get to the spiritual perspective on emotions now. So spiritually, emotion simply means that you have energy moving in your body. Okay, that's what emotions are. Emotions are energy moving through your body. All right. Spiritually, there's no such thing then as a negative or a positive emotion. Emotions just are. <laughs> They're just energy. But the reason that we tend to label emotions negative or positive has to do with the frequency at which that emotion is vibrating. Okay. So anger, for instance, vibrates at a really low frequency, whereas love vibrates at a really high frequency. Okay. So that's the only only reason why we tend to call emotions negative or positive is because of the way that they feel in our bodies because of their frequency. On a soul level, we're all love, okay? So on a soul level, we vibrate really, really high, really, really high on the emotional scale. But here in human form, when we're down here in this reality, we can emit other energies that are lower, okay? But those energies never feel good to us. And you know this, right? Like you felt anger, you felt fear before, you felt rage before. It doesn't feel good, right? You don't want to keep feeling that emotion. Why? Because on a soul level, you're a 
really high vibrating being. And so when you vibrate really low, when you emanate low energies, it doesn't feel good to you. It feels like you're tearing yourself apart because it's not natural to you, to your spiritual self. All right. So there's the, the, the kind of spiritual perspective on emotions and how there are no negative or positive emotions spiritually. Now I want to get into a couple of rules or a couple of things to note about energy and this is going to help you as you master your emotions, okay? So here are a couple of things about energy for you to remember as you become an energy master. The first thing is that energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be transformed, okay? The laws of physics tell us this already. So energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be transformed. The second thing to remember about energy is that it doesn't like to be stagnant. It likes to be on the move. All right. So think of energy kind of like your blood. Your blood wants to move throughout your arteries and veins. Okay. If your blood ever stopped moving, you'd be dead. <laughs> okay. So think of energy in the same way and emotions are energy. All right. So these are the two things to remember because why am I giving you these rules or, or these characteristics of energy? I'm sharing these with you because later on I'm going to show you, later on in this video, I'm going to show you how to work with energy and how to change energy from one form to another, okay? So remember these rules later on. Alright, now let's get into the three levels of emotional maturity that I've developed to help you evolve in your emotional intelligence, okay? The first level is what I call the rookie. <laughs> level one is the rookie, okay? So the rookie, the emotional rookie is a person that has no idea that their emotions can be uh, observed from a distance. Their emotions and their consciousness are one. So they are completely and utterly reactive to life, all right? So there's the telling sign of an emotional rookie is that they are reactive to life, okay? So the emotional rookie has no idea that they can can just let their emotions circulate, that they don't have to act out on their emotions. The emotional rookie will act out on their emotions constantly. And let me give you an example of what this looks like. Let's say that someone comes up to an emotional rookie and either, you know, say something horrible to them, okay? The emotional rookie will, won't wait a second to ponder. They won't ponder. They'll either lash out at that person or punch them in the face <laughs> right away, <laughs> okay? So the emotional rookie doesn't ponder. They're not contemplative they're not introspective they are reactive to their emotions and they react right away when provoked okay so that's those are some telling signs of an emotional rookie here's another one an emotional rookie will very frequently say things like this you made me angry you made me do this you made me say this you see an emotional rookie will always point to the outside world as being responsible for what they did or what they said okay so an emotional rookie is a person that is in victim consciousness they think that things are done to them and they don't take responsibility for their actions and their words, okay? So there's the emotional rookie, that's level one. Now on to level two. Level two is the zigzagger, <laughs> okay? So why do I call this person a zigzagger? All right, so in level two, this person is more mature than the rookie. So this person knows they are aware that they can observe their emotions from a distance. So that's a plus, right? So they're evolving already. They know that they can observe their emotions from a distance, and they also know that they don't need to act out on their 
emotions, okay? So this person is more consciously aware than a rookie was. They've already separated themselves from their emotions and they know that they can observe them from a distance. But here's where the zigzagger gets stuck, <laughs> okay? So the zigzagger sometimes, why I call it a zigzagger is because the person sometimes is aware and conscious and then other times they're not. They go back into reactive mode. They go back into rookie mode, okay? Now, let me give you an example of why this happens. Let's say that a zigzagger, let's say you're in the emotional state of a zigzagger. Now, let's say that you're a girl and you've been dumped by your two previous boyfriends. Let's just make this story up. Let's say you were dumped by your two previous boyfriends without any, nothing happened. They just dumped you from one day to the next, okay? And that really wounded you. And let's say you have a new boyfriend now. You've been dating him for a few weeks and then suddenly your new boyfriend, they just don't talk to you for a whole day, okay? What's gonna happen? That person's wounds from the two boyfriends that left her are, is gonna come up and she's gonna pick up the phone, call the boyfriend and say, you know, this is horrible, leave messages and say, this is horrible, you're not talking to me, I don't know what you're doing, like I don't let people treat me like this and then she'll just lash out at the boyfriend. Meanwhile, hours later, the boyfriend calls her back and says, I'm really sorry, but I was in the hospital with my mom, she fell and I was just not able to talk to you the whole day. You see, <laughs> so the zigzagger now looks like an ass. <laughs> right? Because she lashed out at her new boyfriend. Why? Because she was projecting something from the past on this new boyfriend. And that's what a zigzagger does. A zigzagger, although they are aware that emotions can be observed, they go back into reactive mode when their deepest wounds, when their unhealed wounds are provoked, okay? So the zigzagger can remain perfectly aware and perfectly balanced when some emotions are triggered if she doesn't have wounds involved with them. But if she does have wounds involved with them, like this one, the wound of abandonment, right? Because these two boyfriends left her. If, if those wounds are, if her deepest wounds are triggered, she goes back into reactive mode, okay? So there's an example of what a zigzagger looks like. Now, the zigzagger can remain conscious in certain situations and then she goes into reactive mode in others, all right? These are the telltale signs of the zigzagger. Now, the zigzagger will sometimes know and feel that she's powerful and that nothing outside of her world is responsible for how she feels, but when her wounds are provoked, she forgets all that. Now to the last level of emotional maturity, the master. <laughs> okay, so in the third level is the emotional master, and the emotional master is a person that remains completely detached from their emotions, they're completely aware that their emotions are simply energy moving through their body, and they are not reactive to anything, all right? So here's the key difference between the zigzag zigzagger and the master, the zigzagger has past baggage that's still affecting her life, whereas the master doesn't, okay? So the master has already done the homework of looking back on her life and reviewing what happened to her, taking the example of this girl that had these two boyfriends that left her. She's The master has already looked back on these episodes, reviewed them, healed them, and now she's looking at the new boyfriend with new energy, not projecting any of her old baggage onto the new guy, okay? Okay? So this is what a master does. A master does their homework. He they heal the past so that they don't have any wounds to be poked at. <laughs> okay? So the master, the difference between the master and the zigzagger is that the master no longer has wounds to be poked, so she's not reactive in any situation regardless of what emotion comes up. Now, before you start thinking, in case you're thinking that the master suddenly becomes a non-emotional person, that's not true. <laughs> okay? 
the master is still feeling all of the emotions that come with being human, okay? When you're in human form, you're going to feel every single emotion there is to feel because it's part of this human experience and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? There's nothing wrong with feeling anger or rage. Nothing wrong with that at all. But the master, they're still human. They're not a non-emotional robot suddenly. They're still human. They allow themselves to feel whatever emotions are part of being human. They just don't react to those emotions. They're able to hold the position of observation regardless of what emotion is moving through their body. Here's another thing that that's a telltale sign of a, of a, um, a master. The master will not use language like you made me feel this way or you made me do this. Okay? Why? Because the master has already taken full responsibility for her life, who she is, what she's thinking, and how she's behaving in the world. Full responsibility. So she won't use statements like that. What an emotional master may say is, I feel anger right now. So let me go think about this for a little while. Okay. <laughs> you see how different that is. The emotional master says, I feel anger or I feel sadness, not you made me feel angry. Okay. You see this? So they say, I feel this. I take responsibility for this. And then they walk away. They contemplate, they do their thing, they heal, and then they move on. Okay. The master is a person that's contemplative. It's a person that's introspective, non-reactive. So if the master feels anger or rage, the first thing they're going to do is take a deep breath, relax, and understand why they feel rage right now. So the master will ask themselves a lot of question, wow, a lot of questions. They'll say things like, wow, why am I feeling rage right now? Where does this come from? Okay. So the master is very inquisitive, very curious, very contemplative, and very introspective, always trying to understand why a certain emotion is coming up at a specific time. Okay. So there's the master. <laughs> That's the third level of emotional mastery. Now, before you start thinking that you have to be on the master level for every situation, here's the, the honest truth. We're always moving around from level to level. Now, if you're watching this video and if you've gotten this far, you're not a rookie anymore, right? <laughs> because you know too much to be a rookie now. So, so you're probably at least in level two just by watching this video. And now we're going to be in level two to level three, back to level two, back to level three. We're going to be moving back and forth depending on what life circumstances we're going through, how we're emotionally evolving and all of these other things. So don't feel bad if you're a zigzagger right now because you know, I've been there. I'm a zigzagger still sometimes. <laughs> so we're all human. We all go through, get, kind of bounce back and forth between levels. But the good news is, is if you were a rookie before you started watching this video, you're not a rookie anymore. So yay to you. <laughs> all right. So there are the three levels of emotional mastery. Now on to the tips and advice that I have to help you evolve from lower levels of emotional maturity to higher levels. Okay. The first tip I have and one that we're, we've already been practicing on in this video is become aware that your emotions is energy moving through your body and don't react to them. Okay. So become aware that your emotions, it's energy that you can observe from a distance. Like you can observe your heartbeat, like you can observe your lungs breathing. Okay. So you don't interfere with your lungs breathing and you don't interfere with your heart beating. You can observe them, but they're just happening by themselves. The same things with 
with emotion. Emotions are moving through your body at any given moment and that's okay. You can observe them from a distance, okay? So become aware of your emotions from a distance without reacting to them, okay? That's the first tip. The second tip is, and this goes back to the um, to what I was saying a little while ago about those two things about energy, that energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be transformed and that it likes to move, it doesn't like to be stagnant. Okay, so now we're gonna apply those two rules of energy in the second tip. What's the second tip? The second tip is once you realize that emotions are energy, you can become an energy master, <laughs> meaning that you can become an alchemist. That's why I call myself a heart alchemist. An alchemist is someone that can transform one substance into another. And if emotions are energy and energy can be transformed, then let's do it. <laughs> okay. I often tell people, people sometimes when they feel anger or rage, they, because it doesn't feel good on their body, they want to push away. They want to stop feeling this anger. So they come to me and they say, please, you know, help me not feel angry anymore. Help me not feel sad anymore. And what I do is I work with people and for them to understand that anger is energy. It's really powerful energy. If you've ever been angry, you know how powerful that emotion is. So why would we push it away? No, let's not do that. The energy master doesn't push anything away. The alchemist takes everything that's given to them and transforms it. Okay. So if you feel anger, don't throw that away. It's a really powerful emotion. It's a really powerful energy that you can transform. And how do you do that? Well, let's say you're, let's use the example of, of anger. Let's say you are feeling anger. Anger, we usually feel it in the lower part, like our solar plexus, our stomach, you know, kind of the, the abdominal area. If you are triggered by a situation and someone, or let, let's say that someone says something to you and that causes a lot of anger, you know, you feel a lot of anger in you. The first thing to do is if you can just close your eyes and take a really deep breath. As soon as you take that first breath, you're already separating yourself. You're removing yourself from your, from the emotion anger so that it doesn't, um, so that it doesn't kind of compel you to act out. As soon as you take that breath, you're already creating some space between you and the emotion. And then comes the next phase. And that is Feel the anger wherever it is, accept it, don't push it away, accept it, feel it. Where is it? Where is it? Where's anger? Okay, it's in the stomach. I could feel it. Okay, feel the anger, and then you're going to use your breath to visualize that anger moving from your stomach up your spine into your heart. <laughs> That's why I call myself the heart alchemist because the heart is the most powerful energy center in your body. Your heart can transform anything into love. <laughs> anything, give it anything and it will transform it. So you visualize that lower emotion like anger or fear. You visualize and then you literally push it up your spine. Our spine is the central uh, kind of highway of energy that the body has. It's a really important highway of energy. So energy moves up and down your spine all the time. So use it consciously. Sense the emotion anger in your stomach. Take a deep breath and then visualize it coming up your spine into your heart. And then once it's in your heart, just kind of visualize your heart light exploding outward and in that really bright light that represents your heart's capacity to change anything into love and compassion. <laughs> okay. That's how you become an energy master, knowing how to work with emotions, knowing how to work with energy, never rejecting anything, transforming energy. Okay. Cause energy can't be destroyed, but it can be transformed. If you can take a powerful emotion like anger or rage and turn it into love, 
imagine how transformative that can be for yourself and for everyone around you, okay? So that is the second tip is learn how to become an energy master and transform one energy, one lower emotion into a higher emotion. Now on to tip number three, okay? And tip number three is very much about being an emotional master. So when you follow tip one and tip two, you've transmuted the energy, then we're going to go into the third tip, which is to ask questions to become a master. Remember what I talked about, uh, the characteristics of the master being contemplative, introspective, and very inquisitive. So when you do feel any type of dense emotion, after you've gone through the process of becoming aware, breathing, and then transmuting the energy, then start asking yourself some questions because these questions will help you heal anything that's unhealed in you. So let's say you're feeling anger for whatever reason, you're feeling anger, something happened in your outside environment and you're feeling anger, okay? You, you stop, you take a deep breath and you say, why am I feeling anger? What was it in that situation that influenced the way that I'm feeling? What was it about that situation that influenced me in this way, okay? Start asking yourself really important questions. Become inquisitive about the whys of you feeling a certain way. Become inquisitive because in asking these questions, then you come face to face with some wounds that you may have that weren't unhealed, okay? And it's in treating these wounds, healing these wounds that gets you from a zigzagger to a master, right? So the more wounds that you can heal, the more that you're aware of the old baggage that you've had from the past, the things that have happened to you, the more aware you are of these wounds, the more you go into the master, <laughs> into the master level and away from the zigzagger level. That's it for this video, beautiful soul. If you liked this video, please subscribe to my channel and hit that bell button so you're always notified when I publish a video. And if you want more tips and resources that I only provide to my private community, head over to my website at christina-lopes.com and sign up for my email list. I don't publish just videos. I publish in video, written, and audio format. And when you belong to my email list, you never miss a thing. But now over to you. What level of emotional maturity are you at? And which one of these tips that I specified in this video are you going to start using today to get you to the top level of emotional mastery? Let me know in the comments below. And never forget this. You are so loved and you're doing well. Life is good, even if you can't see it that way sometimes, all right? Now, stick around because there's a next video coming up. There's more stuff happening in my channel. So click here on the video that's over here somewhere. Do you struggle with your emotions? Sometimes I do. I know I do sometimes. That's why I make these videos. Energy is energy moving around everywhere. That's what energy is.